0: Assalamu alaikum everyone. Uh, Welcome back to Small Talk. I'm one of your hosts Tamim and I'm joined today again with my wife.
1: Hi everyone. So today we thought we'd actually talk about a subject that I've been thinking a lot about and I think it's one of those ones where I guess it's very different for different couples and it's the honeymoon phase. Now, one of the reasons why I wanted to actually broach this topic is because, obviously, for us, the dynamics of relationships is very different. So, obviously, we don't, like, quote-unquote, date each other, um, but, you know, where, at what stage do we have that honeymoon phase? Generally, the honeymoon phase can be from six months to up to two years, but that is all dependent on the quote-unquote dating stage. Um, A lot of the times that honeymoon phase changes, especially if you're living together. um, And a lot of the times it doesn't happen when it's as soon as you're married. So for us, obviously, our relationship has been very different.
0: How so? How would you say it was been different to maybe if it was in different circumstances?
1: Well... For us, it's different because ours is arranged. We are not, quote-unquote, dating each other. We didn't date each other. We had four months. We
0: did. Take, no, a little bit.
1: Yeah, technically we did. But that's, again, that's only because we chose to do it that method. That method okay, is let Okay, necessarily... maybe you, maybe you need to
0: explain what that is, first of all.
1: Okay, why don't you explain how we did it and so, how we decided to pursue so had had our relationship.
0: So we had our nikah in June... 2019 and then we had our walima, uh, which was pushed back to December so we had six months where we were married but we weren't living together and that was probably our dating period.
1: So just to clarify the nikah is the Islamic marriage and we have a certificate to kind of confirm our marriage and it's um, presented in front of a priest but uh, for us it's an imam and the walima is a party that is hosted um uh, where we're obliged to feed however many people we want to celebrate our union. I agree. It was a great opportunity for us. And I actually preferred choosing to do it this way. Now, you sometimes say that you would actually have preferred it to just leave it at the Nikar and not have waited so long to get to the Nikar. Uh, not, not necessarily.
0: The... I think six, uh, sometimes six months it can be a lot of time. I think two, three months is fine, but six months... Is a long time.
1: Yeah, but that was unintentional and we didn't mean yeah. for it to uh, be six months.
0: Oh, plan was to get married in August and obviously got pushed back. To yeah. Twice.
1: Which is fine. I mean, fair enough that, you know, we can't, you know, predict these circumstances. But one of the reasons why our relationship is different from the quote unquote normal standard of dating is the fact that we actually, when we first met, we, we had four months before we decided to do the nikah. And in that four months, we only met each other and, like, spoke to each other. Um, we only met each and other three times. Time. Yeah, we only met each other really three times. And then we did that one big one with the whole family. And aside from that, we were really just texting each other. And texting, obviously, is not the same as, like, meeting someone, getting to learn them. And when we did our new and we were open and we were you know everything we were doing after that was halal and it was acceptable for us to meet without my brother chaperoning us yes definitely made it easier for us to get to know one another but would you consider those six months the quote-unquote honeymoon phase Where at at what stage in our relationship do you think we had the honeymoon um stage
0: no but those six months were uh a stage of getting to know each other more because we were living together, I don't think you can call it a honeymoon phase. Because you don't really know, you know. I've always said you don't really know how a person is until you live with them. So, <clears throat> I don't think there were the honeymoon phase. I think that was probably just more of um, the phase where we were just literally just getting to know each other more, in uh, you know, about our interests, about stuff that we like, we don't like. So that I don't think that was. I don't think you can call that. Honeymoon. Maybe some people would say it, but I don't think you can call it a honeymoon phase because you weren't living together. But then, do you have to live together for it to be a honeymoon phase? Isn't it supposed to be where, you know, everything's really nice and everything's all going really well? Yeah, it's like, so like the super lovey-dovey yeah, stage. Yeah, so technically those six months were kind of like that.
1: I don't know that. I would I would disagree. Okay, let me. Okay, in the three years we've been married, at what stage do you think we had a honeymoon stage? Was it straight um, after we got married? Was what, it
0: straight after we started living together? Yeah,
1: like where? At what stage do you, looking back over our last three years together, do you think we were at a quote unquote lovey dovey stage where we were like super into probably each only, other? Probably only,
0: probably only really um, once COVID hit. Once we started like we we, we couldn't we, we couldn't go out. We were both working from home. I think the first two months were very sometimes uh, probably a little bit formal because we had to be because we're still living with our parents. So I think it was very kind of like a formal thing. And then I think it got a bit easier. No?
1: So for me, one of the reasons why I was really thinking about this question is because one of my friends asked me at what stage we had the honeymoon phase. I genuinely was looking over our last three years and I was like, hmm, I don't know that I would consider the first year of our marriage the honeymoon phase. I think we genuinely were, like, getting to know one another still. I don't think six months is a long enough time to get to know one another. So even though we had that Nikah period, again, you don't know someone until you live with them. So I feel like that first year was really just us figuring out life together, figuring out how to live with my in-laws, you know, figuring out the work-life balance. I think, I don't think we were in that, oh my gosh, I've like lovey-dovey phase I think we had moments of love while we were trying to figure it out and I do think the second year of our marriage was probably more um more of a loved up um honeymoon phase and that's more because at that stage we had figured out life living together and it was just now a time of appreciating one another um doing activities together you know we went away for um where did we go? We went Wales together. We went a couple of places together and it was just really nice to be able to do those things together. But I do think I think maybe two years into our relationship was when we were quote unquote loved up and in that honeymoon phase. Looking back, do you think that? Uh
0: no. Not necessarily.
1: <laughs> Why not? I mean, I mean, okay, maybe it's different for you. No, we were actually because actually, it wasn't massive changes to your life. Yeah, it was, it was massive changes to my life well, because I was the, living with my in-laws yeah, as well. Yeah, so you,
0: so you had more adjusting to do. So that's why it probably took you longer to uh,
1: feel like yeah. you were in the honeymoon phase. Yeah. So we at what stage do you think we were in that stage though? Because I, I think, don't know. No, I
0: think the I think when COVID hit the first time round
1: okay so, so three, that was about, about two
0: three months after
1: after really do you actually think that yeah. i don't know that i w- would consider that the honeymoon phase i guess no because more so because, because literally it was it was literally us okay i wasn't working at the time as well so i was at home with your parents a lot um and then when COVID hit and everyone was at home with like family it was a big adjustment because there wasn't a lot to do during the day. And then when you started staying at home for work as well, it was like, oh my gosh, there's so many of us at home all at once. You know, how do we balance, you know, this out? So I don't necessarily see it as a loved-up situation, unfortunately. Mm. But at the same time, in in that period that we had at home together, we learnt a lot about each other, we also did a lot together, we cooked together, you know, we we really were able to quote-unquote figure out one another and I know a lot of couples went through that thing of being at home constantly with your spouse was driving you up the wall or you realised that you just couldn't do it and that having separate lives was really important
0: yeah I needed my space
1: but I think we were I think for us actually doing that and actually diving into that so soon after we got married was great because I do think that if we could handle COVID and lockdown together we could handle anything but I think
0: I think that was the people you're talking about generally were you know it was it was becoming too much it's probably not they weren't probably newly married I think because because we were fortunate because we were newly married and yes we had spent six months getting to know each other but we hadn't lived with each other for six months so after we, you moved in even you know because we were newly married I think it was it, it made that pro- part of it the lockdown process a lot more easier because we were still figuring out things that we like things that we don't like uh, things that we that we did together, stuff like that. Like you said, cooking or even just going uh, places.
1: No, I agree. But that's it's interesting to see that couples who have been living together for longer really couldn't figure out how to stay in one place <clears throat> for such a long period of time because of lockdown restrictions. Like it's interesting to see that as as much as people thought but they how many knew how cases- to live together, it was actually affecting their relationship in a negative way and I just I don't know I didn't feel like that with you and I guess that is one of the reasons why we were quote-unquote in a honeymoon stage because we were able to accept and adapt quite easily to these changes because it was so soon after we got married
0: true but I don't know how many couples did have I think the, the number of couples that had those problems were probably not that big anyway
1: I personally don't get how you are a couple and you're living together, and in lockdown, they're not the couple, they're not the partner you'd want to be with for that whole period. I get it. Of course, everyone needs their own space, and they obviously, I guess maybe if you're living in a really small apartment, it's actually difficult to divide that space up. But I would have thought if you've chosen them as your partner or your spouse, surely if there's anyone to be in a lockdown with it would be them right
0: you also have to think about what stage of the relationship they're in sometimes it's where you know it could be that both of them are working and they're working from the same room they're also relaxing in the same room so they're seeing each other 24 7 yet sometimes it can be a bit too much and you need to separate
1: no i get that even with the space we have at so I think about six months into living with you during this lockdown period, I was frustrated with you. And I think I remember saying, you know what, just go and see your friends for a little bit. Just I just need an hour to myself. Like, even though, like, we would still do stuff separately and then we'd obviously come together. I don't know. There was just something about... I guess I just needed that space. Even though it was one hour of you just going... Going to see your friends or whatever. um, I just felt like... I think I learned then as well. Because my family is an hour away. I learned then as well that actually... Having separate lives and doing... Like, meeting separately. Our families and friends is actually as important to keep our relationship healthy and happy. Because as much as I loved spending time with you. You became very annoying very quickly nah I'm joking you didn't become annoying I think it was just the constant I don't know maybe that's what it was it was just constantly being around each other without that break
0: yeah remember you're in each other's face all the time of course at some point you're going to be like I just want to be by myself or I just want to do something by myself and I think it's okay it's perfectly okay to kind of have that feeling I just want to be with my friends or I just want to be with my own like, with my family or I just want to be by myself just take some time, you know, take time off or whatnot. Okay, yeah, so uh, let
1: me ask you this: At um, what stage during the lockdown period <clears throat> did you think, my gosh, she's just everywhere?
0: No, I I, <laughs> I was probably more frustrated with work than just being at home. I just didn't like working from home. So obviously, certain professions you can, but I don't think my one, my one was, you know, uh, is something that you can work from home. Then I mean, you have to be in classroom. But that's something, you know but that's why I probably got frustrated working from home and I didn't enjoy it. But other than that, I think that's the only thing that probably made it a bit more trickier to stay uh you know during lockdown is to stay at home and do the work. But once I was back into and maybe that's my that's my that maybe that's my kind of way of having uh, my own time is actually being in school and working.
1: Yeah, I mean I get that as well because I do think actually When I did start working and I was working from home, I think, yeah, the whole aspect of, you know, finding that balance was tricky. But going back to the honeymoon phase, aside from the work thing, you know, was there any other moments in our relationship, looking back in the last three years, that you thought was, like, us super loved up and, like, I don't know, quote-unquote crazy about each other?
0: (laughs) you're still crazy about me, fam. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we just no,
1: celebrated we, our three-year anniversary. No, but to be,
0: to be fair, <laughs> no, I think I think well, I, uh, your experience is different than mine. But I think we've we've yeah, the first, like I said to you, that once we moved in, the first two months were a bit. It was it was just formalities because we were still you know like kind of tiptoeing around, making sure that you know I wasn't annoying you, I was or I wasn't getting in your way, and you're trying to do the same thing. So that was, but maybe that, that's maybe that's also part of the honeymoon phase where, you're, you're going above and beyond to make sure you're not in someone's way or you're not making it more difficult for them because I think that's also part of being in love is, making sure that or you do more than what is maybe required or needed to ensure the other person isn't kind of you know, in a situation where they they might not be comfortable or, or you or yeah something like that so I think, I think that's also probably part of being in the honeymoon phase, is. Going above and beyond to do something which is maybe not necessary, necessary, but you just do it because you just want to.
1: My thing with the honeymoon phase is obviously I feel like it comes and goes, right? Surely that must be part of it. Like we will have no, I don't think we I... will have issues of hardship. We will have good times and bad yeah, times, Yeah, but that doesn't right? mean that doesn't mean. blah. No, but there will be moments and like months of pure joy and happiness, right? So wouldn't you consider that to be the quote unquote? honeymoon phase that no. comes and goes do you think it has to be called a phase do you not No, think- so,
0: so i don't i don't think it necessarily goes away i don't think it's a phase that goes away i think you probably see it you probably think it goes away because it just becomes normal
1: yeah life just is
0: because e for example like I said it's some months it will be, you know or sometimes it could be really difficult uh we're both going for something or some some months or you know it could be really amazing when nothing's you know everything's perfect but both of those in both of those situations you still have obviously you still really love each other a lot it's just uh, once once obviously you're struggling and other stage joy you know everything's perfect but i don't think that necessarily not that doesn't necessarily mean the honeymoons you know end phase is ended because you know you're going through a hardship i think because you both people would still be in love
1: mm. and
0: everything could still be fi- uh, fine or it could be you know it could be hardships but i don't think i don't think honeymoon phase goes away i think it just that that feeling just becomes normal after a while because you're always in that feeling and sometimes you have ups and downs yes yeah and so sometimes you have more of it so you feel Yo, you know i'm I'm back you know in into that phase and sometimes it's slightly lower because for whatever reason and so you feel like you know what i'm not i'm not feeling the same anymore but i think because you because it becomes a normal thing because even if let's say even after like 10 years yeah. right would you then say oh you know what i'm not you know you don't, know, the two people, you know, me and you, or any other couples, would you, would they, you know, unless obviously something may just happen, you don't go, No, I don't really love my uh wife anymore, I don't really love my husband anymore. No, no, but I think,
1: no, no it's not, and you that. would, no, no, hold on, that. On,
0: but you'd, but you'd still be dating, hopefully, uh, once in a m- maybe one month, once in a week, whatever, not whatever you can, right? No,
1: but in the sense that the loved up <clears> situation is like going above and beyond for someone, or you know, treating them really well, or Or you guys are going on like a honeymoon or like a a trip together and you're like super into each other.
0: Yeah, but life changes. Of
1: course. But that's why I do wonder if the honeymoon phase is just a quote unquote phase because that phase can come and go quite easily depending on the stage of your relationship as well. Like, you know, for you, you're saying you felt that honeymoon phase at the beginning of our marriage. I felt more like that during the first the second year of our marriage so really is it more of a personal thing as well because clearly for you 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 know you were going through something very different than I was going through in the initial stages and you know at the moment right now do you think we're on the honeymoon stage yeah do you do you know what I do think I think since Beginning of year, uh, this year January, I think we've been quite happy and at ease with each other. Well, and you know <clears> doing little things here and there for one another. But that's
0: what that's what I mean. You like you would you would always obviously, hopefully everyone or every couple, husband or wife would still go above and beyond. But it just it just becomes so normal because you'd be doing it. For so long, or you've been doing, or you've you know, if if someone does something you know above and beyond, but if they do it all the time, it just sometimes it just become people just think it just become normal. Yeah, it's just a it. habit now. So that so that's why, I... some, but that's why I feel like sometimes maybe people think, oh, you know, I'm not, not in honeymoon because you know, he's supposed he's doing or she's doing what they're supposed to do. But technically, you still are because the person, wife or husband, is still going above and beyond. It's just because you've experienced it, you just think it's normal thing to do now. But not every couple necessarily always goes through that. But and then obviously when you have family and stuff, then it's then it changes completely because then, you're, you're, then you're no longer. For example, the husband or the wife is no longer the priority. The priority would then be
1: the kids. The yeah, kids yeah, yeah, right. I but that doesn't
0: again nec- necessarily mean that the two people don't love each other. It just means, or you know, the love is lessened. It's probably more actually at that at that point because the no, husband the, actually, the, because no because if you think about it, the husband would, you know, if, you know, if once you have children and whatnot. Uh, the respect from the husband towards the wife should increase massively because now longer, no longer is she your wife, she's also a mother of your children, right? So the respect f- should go, you know, or and the love should be even more than what it was before.
1: Perhaps, and hopefully that's the case. I mean, I hope that's how it is with We you. hope so. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like, I guess then, it's almost the same with like, Valentine's Day. Why do we need a day to express our love for our partner, right? So I guess it it just boils down to these little things uh, that you might do to show your appreciation just ends up becoming a habit, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a normal thing that you do. Say so for example, you know I like Caramel Frappuccinos, so every once in a while you might bring me a McDonald's Caramel Frappuccino or a McDonald's McFlurry. Now you don't have to bring it for me, but you do it every once in a while, and it's a nice surprise to me. But you've now made that a habit, right? And I don't expect it still, but when you do it, I really, really appreciate that. Well, that's
0: the thing, and 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 if you know, if you know, couples have little things that are quirky things they do for each other. That's but that's good. You should keep it. You shouldn't all of a sudden stop just because you know you've you've been you're married for three four years, and the same thing with dating as well. I don't think you should stop dating each other, even though you've been married for, you know, for maybe, again, 10 years, 20 years, and you've got kids that are older. I think that I think that's probably something that needs to continue, otherwise, you don't have, you know, you don't get to, especially if you have, like, children, I think it becomes very difficult to then spend time each other, uh, alone, because, like, like we said earlier, once you have children, <clears throat> you're no longer the priority, the children are the priorities, right? But at some point, so you do have to take some time out for yourselves. And spend time with each other alone, whether that's going out to eat, whether that's going out, you know. I don't know about holidays. I think with kids, you probably want to take your kids to holidays, but definitely to go out. Even something basic like go and watch movies or something like that. Mm.
1: Yeah, I agree. But you have
0: to make time for it, and it's difficult because sometimes life gets in the way. We we're either always working, you know. Most of most 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 of us are anyway. Ninety five, you know. People are working, you know. You're either working and you're coming home and you don't really really want to spend time, or you just, you just want to relax. Oh, you're just tired. And yeah, so but you have to make that effort because if you don't, then you know, then that's when it becomes okay.
1: It and, will hinder your relationship. Yeah, and that's
0: right? when it becomes difficult. And sometimes people go through that, and sometimes people get in a really bad ha- habit of just going through a life like that, where I'm working and I'm just I just want to come home and relax. I don't want to think about anything. I don't want to deal with you know. Um, the family I don't want to deal with the wife. or well, I don't want to deal with the husband. So I just want to come home, relax, and you know. Then, then you're kind of. Then you can't really be, you know, uh, what, uh. Yeah, then, you, then you can't really be upset that if you know, you go, then you know, if to be, if you go or if you feel like you're not in love, because obviously you're not putting the effort in, and it has to be both ways, or well. it can't just be, you know, the woman putting the effort in, and the man's not, or vice versa, the man's putting the effort in, and the woman's not. If it's not met, then you know eventually someone will put so much effort, but eventually they will get sick of it because they're putting the effort and another person isn't. So it has to come from both. Even if it's once in a while, but if it's not reciprocated, then I think people, you would get tired of it.
1: I totally agree with what you're saying. I guess all relationships are a give and take. Yeah, some moments you do more than I would do and vice versa. But the effort to make sure your relationship stays content and happy is down to both parties being able to go, okay, should we, like, do something on a Friday? Mm. Like, actually making plans with one another is... Important. Is important, yeah. It's a lot... It's a lot... It seems easier easier said than done, actually. Because it's so easy to be like, let's do something on Friday. But Friday comes around, you've just come home from work, you're knackered, you're tired, and you can easily decide to not want to go out However, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do something at home together. So, like, Mm. cooking a nice meal together, watching movies together. Like, there's endless ways to make sure that, you know, you both do give each other the time. Now, because we're living with your parents, right, Mm. um, the whole lovey-dovey aspect isn't necessarily easy to fulfil when we live with my in-laws. Why? Please explain. (laughs) What do you mean, please explain? I mean, I think it's quite self-explanatory. Like, You know, if we, if I wanted to make a nice dinner for you, it'd be hard to fulfill that because I would obviously not uninvite your parents, right? That would just be rude. But like, so like the whole champagne, you know, candlelight Champagne? Not champagne. Obviously not champagne. I think like champagne glass.
0: (laughs) Might want to say that again.
1: (laughs) So obviously if I want to do like, you know, the champagne glasses with drinks, um, candle candlelit dinner for you it wouldn't necessarily be easy to establish um especially because we live with my in-laws and obviously like the downstairs living area where we've got the the dining um table and chairs is is like a you know a common area for everyone so for me to like quote unquote take over it just I wouldn't just do that like if i'm gonna make food then i'm gonna make it for everyone i wouldn't just make it for you but then do you think then that's not me being romantic to you no not necessarily i think
0: you sometimes you have to make the best of what you have so if you if you can't then you know there's other things just uh, like obviously if you if you had your own house and all and everything and then you'd be able to do that all that stuff but there's other ways
1: do you think we're missing out by not doing stuff like that together not
0: necessarily do you not, not think so?
1: Because obviously, like you said, if we were living alone, you know, that stuff would be so much easier to plan and, you know, surprise you with like, you know, a nice candle at dinner or, you know, just like there's just loads of other things we could do if we weren't living mm. with your parents. But the thing is, do you think it's quite necessary? Like, is, is it important in our relationship to have that time?
0: what alone time
1: well doing being able to do stuff like that stuff like that we couldn't that we can't really do with yeah with but then parents no around. true
0: that's definitely true but then we could but then there's other stuff that we can do as well i mean we've gone away and stuff uh just ourselves uh, just me and you um well i guess that's how lot. we
1: make up for it isn't it yeah. it's the fact that because we we don't live alone and uh you know we we kind of have these exciting you know um small short breaks staycations that we've done that have helped our relationship massively
0: i think those are really important i think just having a break from the city life and just work and just same you know the same thing every day and just just and just kind of going away even if it's for two days the weekend
1: yeah i think this is what i was gonna say like just doing a weekend trip away together is actually really nice it Impact your relationship a lot more than you think. Mm. And I think, you know, if you can plan it and make it so it works for both of you, then why not? Like, we've done it a couple times now, and we've just like Airbnb places in different parts of the UK. And it's been really good, like, just to kind of have firstly that drive there to be like excited because we're going to a different place that we've not been to together and then actually getting there being in the nice airbnb and like being able to be romantic with each other and like you know like the whole candlelit dinner things like those things We've are had more them. possible well, we have them there haven't we? yeah yeah And you broke the wine glass mm. the last time we went
0: not the wine glass we don't drink wine no Can it, I just was, say? it
1: was it was a mr and mrs uh wine glass set that we got We do gifted. not drink wine yeah we don't drink wine but it was like a champagne flute yeah. that we were and you broke it <laughs> and so um that was just before we left the trip you you, like it Uh, slipped out of your hand i remember we were just outside the um the airbnb (laughs) but um yeah like i guess for us that those are where we kind of try and make up for the fact that yes we don't get to do as much of this quote-unquote lovey-dovey stuff at home but we you we do plan for Events like you know going on a weekend trip away.
0: No, but I think even on something like you know having a night in and watching the movie together, or like even having breakfast together, something like that. I know it's not much, but it does make a difference.
1: Oh, I do. I agree. To be fair, I quite like it when you make me breakfast.
0: What? When you make me breakfast in bed?
1: Well, you, not even in bed. It doesn't even have to be in bed. Like just you. Um we'll have already started breakfast, and you're like making it, and I come down and I just join you and It's quite nice because you've already started like getting everything together, and it's like we sit together and eat, although like you eat everything in like two bites, so I'm there for a little longer than you are, <laughs> but it is nice that I guess the little ways we can show each other, we appreciate each other. Uh. Uh, without being too, like, quote-unquote, in-your-face lovey-dovey in front of his parents. I think it works for us. I guess we're also... I think culturally as well, actually, we wouldn't be lovey-dovey in front of our... In, like my yeah. in
0: love. I mean, I mean, obviously... You wouldn't I be
1: mean, lovey-dovey in front of my parents no. and vice versa, right?
0: No, I think it... in Obviously, in this country, the the culture, possibly... Not even, no, not for Asians, not for Muslims, I think. Maybe it is, I don't know. So, I think in this country, or in this country's culture, where non-Muslims, you know, it's quite common to be... um you know, show this, like you know, you Effiction. know, yeah. yeah, you know, kissing in public, maybe or are kissing around the parents, they don't really mind it, even, you know, sitting together, you know, for us, but for us, that, you know, might be really unab- you know, inappropriate, where, you know, you wouldn't kiss in front of your parents, that's just not, you know, that's, we, we, that's embarrassing. For, that's for That would be, yeah, awkward and embarrassing for us. Now, not to say, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, the culture of the, of the non-Muslims in this country is wrong, but, for us, this is not acceptable, right?
1: Yeah. It you be, choose not to do it.
0: You know, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not I going. don't know.
1: What would happen What would happen if we did kiss each other. No, but I think, I, I
0: think it'd be... Do you think
1: they I, would say something?
0: They wouldn't, but I know they would find it extremely inappropriate for us to do that.
1: It, they would find it really awkward.
0: Not awkward. I think it would be inappropriate for us to do that.
1: But is it inappropriate we are married? Is it really wrong for us to want to kiss each other in front of others? No. I guess because we're in a... Like, the cultural thing, right?
0: I think, I think it is inappropriate
1: do you actually yeah (laughs) you see this i feel like is a whole subject on its own because there's a lot that we can unearth with this whole pda topic so maybe that's something we could talk about in another episode um but do you think we've covered the honeymoon phase i think i I mean
0: we're off topic
1: yeah i know i mean I, i i did say that this would happen it's quite normal that we're gonna like untangle all of these things and a lot of other things will come out of it so like actually talking about PDA in our culture in our religion is something that we should maybe talk about in another podcast then we've got also like on a more broader term I would love to talk more about actually living with the in-laws because you know I think today we kind of focused a little bit more on the fact that obviously we can't be more like lovey-dovey together but there's many positives as well so before we end the video, let's just ask the question: Are we still in the honeymoon phase? Are uh, we in it currently?
0: I am very much in the honeymoon phase.
1: I think because we just recently also celebrated our third year anniversary. I am too, um, and uh, so yeah, I think for now we're actually quite content. Alhamdulillah, you know, you know, you know, we are, f- you know, forever grateful, and we're always trying to work hard on our relationship. So I think when we do feel like this, and we do feel happy and content with one another, we should celebrate those little successes because it's so easy to have a relationship breakdown or have issues with one another. So Alhamdulillah, we're doing really well. And yeah, I think for now, that's the end of this video. You can definitely follow us on Instagram and Twitter at small. TLK pod and um let us know what you'd like to see in upcoming podcast episodes you know we've got a lot of ideas and a lot of topics we want to discuss but perhaps there's something more pressing that you'd like us to talk about so yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode and we shall see you next in the upload. next one